listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. If we are mindful in every moment, the other steps on the path become easier to take. You won't be perfect. You will make mistakes. But our mistakes are even more valuable for our growth than getting it all, quote unquote, right. It's in the areas that are difficult for us to work with that we make a lot of mistakes in, that we gain our greatest experiences. We learn deep truths from our most trying experiences. So if we have a tendency to be arrogant, conceited, too self-righteous, or just lazy, we have to embrace these qualities as equally important to walk in the path. In fact, the only way the Buddha could possibly have figured out this path was by considering and incorporating the many mistakes he made along the way. If we put all our efforts into being mindful, we'll see a more complete picture. Mindful, full mind. Whatever we are working with or experiencing in this moment alone should fill our minds so that our attention can be complete. By by paying full attention to our thoughts, we are able to focus and let go of the excess chatter. Our intentions are clear and thought out. When we speak, we have the presence of mind to choose our words carefully so we are less likely to hurt others with them. When mindfulness is applied to action, we find that we are more graceful and fluid because we are more certain of ourselves. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Sunday, ready to do some podcasting. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five-star reviews. The official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport. Bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. And that excerpt today is from, uh, you know, Being Black uh, by Angel Kyoto Williams. Um and uh in that in that chapter she's talking about because i had to take a break from this book to read this other book which i did finish uh this week proud of myself but um but uh i came right back to to it and in this chapter she's just talking about like some of the tenets of like buddhism and um like like how to walk this path of a buddhist and you know with me i kind of take what i like leave what i don't you know type of thing but one of the things she was talking about is being mindful you know and kind of being attentive to just the even the little things you do so like if you're sweeping something that she was like specifically also with things that um you don't necessarily do mindfully so like there's some things we do we just kind of take for granted for and it's different for each person like you know when you're uh sweeping the floor some people you know like oh you know what i just gotta get this over with no i wish my mind was anywhere but in my body right now and she's like no embrace those moments uh sweep it you know with uh with like attention to detail try to be the best you can in that moment you know um when you're uh eating you know try to be mindful of each bite each taste each you know what i'm saying like that kind of stuff that a lot of us kind of veg out or we just do in the background of other things and uh i thought that was interesting um and also the part about embracing your mistakes and your you know the the habits that you have and how you learn a lot from that not necessarily just from trying to avoid everything and always be like correct and always be perfect and all because it's almost it's impossible to be perfect yes sir and so when you embrace that it's more like you embrace the fullness of yourself 
as opposed to being you know always kind of hampered by those things like oh i'm too lazy and um that's just how i am and i just give up or i'm too uh, you know i'm too lazy and therefore i'm a bad person it's like no embrace that because that's part of your humanity too you know um so it just made me think about a lot of stuff um i like that the the idea of mindfulness and you know kind of being present in the moment because i think a lot of times we aren't you know and of course it's a constant struggle right because so i feel like so much of what we do now is kind of vegging out and avoiding the moment and finding other places to pull our attention away from ourselves and our loved ones and the things that really matter to us agreed and i know um for me like when it comes to like working uh i'm very mindful of like when i'm at my work and i'm at my job i'm mindful of shit that a lot of people you know in this particular area that a lot of people i'm very detailed on specific things i you know and because i'm so detailed and i pay so much attention sometimes i pay too much attention and a lot of times i once i know something i'm more apt to find errors and mistakes not only my a lot of times i find my own before they get pushed out to other people for them to have to correct and then you end up finding other people errors um and it's one of those things to where you have to look at things as a whole and a lot of people don't look at things as a whole particularly at, at their work they go this is my piece i'm a cog in the wheel fuck it if i make an error i don't give a damn the other group just have to deal with whatever the fuck that uh, i did because you know as far as i'm concerned i'm just trying to do my job and my piece and but they fail to realize it's, it's a whole you know if i catch my mistake before it goes on to the next person that means the next person will have to deal with the customer calling because of an error or have to fix a uh check that went out like like it's other things but because you're not directly quote-unquote impacted by that you don't care and that's partially jobs faults because a lot of jobs don't let the employees know how 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 important they are to the totality of a job <laughs> and if you don't let people know what they do is actually really fucking important to to the business that helps keep them paid this is a lot of times in my opinion how you get uh poor work ethic how you get you know other departments looking down on other departments uh particularly i know uh particularly if anything like in like payroll or accounts payable or anything like that because a lot of my jobs have been in that field anything that's like processing everybody else have a tendency to shit on processing nobody wants to process though but they want processing they always be right and always be perfect and they don't want any errors and they don't want no mistakes but nobody wants to process and it's like because everybody thinks they're quote-unquote above the processing but it starts with the processing team and what i've realized about a lot of jobs a lot of times you don't let the processing team realize how important their job is like hey you're like you're the first person to touch this you're the first person to see this like what you do impacts everything else it's like if we if it's less errors it's less mistakes everybody makes more money the raises go up like it's amazing how jobs almost do the opposite of what they should do to motivate employees and we've read studies and statistics that say like hey if you do this 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 and this you actually will motivate employees but jobs constantly do the opposite and then wonder why they don't get the result that they want (laughs) but people are human beings and uh when you say mistakes are valuable they are 
um if you live long enough you will have lots and lots and lots of mistakes in your lifetime if you live long enough and it's funny how we live in a society where we have older people who have lived long enough who have made tons and tons and all mistakes all over the place but yet if you ask them and you go to them particularly a lot of times in the black community nobody wants to bring up their errors nobody wants to bring up their mistakes everybody wants to act like they were perfect and everybody wants to turn around and shame the youth and act like Mm. it's the youth problem they're out here fucking having kids out of wedlock and they're out here doing this and they're out here doing that when you've made mistakes too everybody has somebody in their family that has had a a child out of wedlock has been a teenage mom has had family members on drugs like i don't care who you are and what your background is everybody as even if you don't directly know this person you've heard about this person you've been around this person like everybody does but it's just amazing how nobody wants to admit that that that, that, that they are jacked up in some area of their lives you know and, and the thing is a lot of that mentality has rolled on the social media and this is why you have people losing their minds and doing stupid and idiotic shit because they want to quote unquote keep this perfect image that is not realistic because the thing i've learned in life is that you mistakes teach you what not to do mistakes teach you how to help somebody else mistakes help you grow mistakes allow you to see your own personal flaws mistakes force you to look inward when you don't want to you know mistakes may cause hurt they may cause pain but also mistakes make you a stronger individual because sometimes no matter what somebody tells you because everybody if you live long enough a lot of the shit older people told you you brush that shit off until you got a certain age you'd be like they was right but you had to experience shit and you had to go through shit and you had to go down that road like like you know like somebody might say well i don't think you should date a certain person or i think this person is a bad influence on you when you're young you don't know no better you think you know everything when in reality you don't know anything you just think you do because you're in a position where you have the right and the authority to make decisions just because you have the right to make decisions don't mean you can see the consequences of those decisions but in order to see the consequences of those decisions just mistakes had to be made so that you could see the consequences of the decisions but when you don't know what the consequences is and you don't care about what the consequences are um that's kind of end result so it's one of those things where you know in in my mind i feel as though uh you know i kind of which is very difficult and i'm getting better i'm embracing mistakes because a lot of times people think mistakes are these big things sometimes mistakes are small things sometimes mistakes is talking to somebody with a bad attitude sometimes mistakes is letting a friendship go that you should have kept you know sometimes you know uh um those are mistakes too but a lot of times people don't look at them as you know mistakes mistakes you know well that's just who i am blah 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 blah, blah. and that's cool but at the same time are you are you mistakes require growth and we live in a society where nobody wants nobody to grow everybody wants everybody to stay stagnant this is why you have social media that once you fuck up people bring that fuck up forever they don't allow you to grow past that moment somebody could have been unchanged not even the same person have time has passed they can literally show their work but because we live in a side society where i have this snapshot and you are this snapshot forever because i'm not growing so how how you're not i'm not requiring you to grow either yeah i think um 
think a lot of stuff with mistakes too is that people don't embrace it being part of themselves which is why they punish other people so harshly for um the mistakes that they feel they're making you know and the learning experiences that they're going through um and so and i think also when it comes to generational stuff a lot of times people feel their role is to protect the younger generation so they're telling them like you're fucking up like you're making this mistake i know because i made this mistake or i know because you know it was when i was a kid it was like this and now it's like that so i think a lot of that comes from like a protection mechanism and stuff but it still kind of ultimately leads to that same path and people do have to make their own mistakes it's you know it's i think it's the best learning is probably from to me is from watching other people's mistakes and being like i don't want to do that but that's how I learned, not yes. everybody not everybody's able to do that all the time Mm-mm. a lot of times you have to do it yourself and be like okay now i experienced this thing um and whatnot but yeah i think you have to embrace if you're not embracing your own mistakes then that's what leads to a lot of this you know what like judgment and stuff but also with the mindfulness thing it's it's about kind of being aware of how you affect each other how you affect other things how you affect yourself um and 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 seeing all that at the same time by also being like uber present and just what you're doing at the moment and i think that's hard for people to pull off but um and it might be impossible to a certain extent but i think to but i think we're better for trying to be in the moment and be like this is happening now you know i know with the podcast that's a thing for me is being able to be like okay we're going in this segment for this many minutes we're talking about this topic for this long we need to talk about these other 17 topics we need to uh you know uh, i got something else to do it for i don't got time for da 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 uh you know um uh when i'm when i'm doing the show and i come in here and i start the show and i do the prep and stuff you know the countdown between like when i'm when i'm ready to start and then when you come in Mm -hmm. you know that's something i have to be mindful of like the difference so if i say i want to start at two i really mean i have to know that that's 2 30 you see what i'm saying so and it, and it, it's not always 2 30 but it's that my like being in that moment and being like okay how is me being ready at two gonna affect what i can do for the rest of the day as opposed to if i was ready at 1 30 or if i was ready at four you see what i'm saying so like um i do think you know and then also being mindful in these conversations so like to when we do have the like for me uh when i I know okay like today we have a hard out at four o'clock i i I still want our conversations to be fruitful i still want our show not to feel rushed i still want you know uh i don't want to be so much thinking about the interview i'm doing at four that i don't make a great podcast at two you see what i'm saying so i think that mindfulness shit is, is is effective in so many areas and there's so many little things that we just take for granted and you go through and like i'm working i did my thing okay time to go but i think it actually enhances what you do when you are constantly in the moment yes uh there are good and bad things about constantly being in the moment it's like a lot of times i realize people don't realize it's a pond and you are and you're a rock and once you hit the water you ripple the water around you which means you affect your children you affect your mate your significant others 
you affect all these people around you because once the water starts moving you can't stop it <laughs> like you literally can't stop it and so sometimes people don't realize the small things the intimate things that they do around other people actually impact these people in more ways than they think they do and that's that mindfulness when you go oh no 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 i need to adjust these things that i'm doing because i am impacting other people and impacting their day and impacting their mood and impacting how they respond to people and and you know my my, my shitty attitude made them have a shitty attitude then they went mm-hmm. somewhere else and they had a shitty attitude and they had a shit like that's kind of how it works sometimes but people don't really think about it like that because we're so self-absorbed and so self-centered that we don't realize how the little most minute thing can actually have a larger impact than we can see because sometimes you don't see the end result of your impact yeah i think also just um uh being able when you're in the moment you also it helps being able to let go mm-hmm. because you let go of the other moments you let go of the future and you let go of the past you see what i'm saying and like those are two things that add a lot of anxiety i know for me is when i think too much about the future i get anxious because i'm like oh what is all these variables oh so much can happen um not that you never think about the future but you know you i can get anxious about it if if uh if you know if, if i have a trip coming up i start thinking about that if i have a doctor's appointment i start thinking about that before it's even happened and the same thing with the past if i if there's things i regret in my past i think about that you know like oh i I wish i hadn't said this i wish i hadn't done that uh you know and you can get upset at least i can get obsessive about it and i think being more in the moment and being more mindful of your actions as they happen is is a a path that leads to me more peaceful thinking because i can control and i am focused on and i am living in this moment and so therefore you know uh whether or not my interview shows up at four and or they forget that's not something i can control right now so obsessing over that or starting to feel anxious about that isn't going to help me so that i think that's another way that the mindfulness uh helps excuse me Mm -hmm. i think too um i think for me when it comes to like being mindful uh piggybacking on what you were saying i think for me what i've learned about uh the past is that it is what it is and you can't change it and that's the reality that people have to understand too um but at the same time you are responsible for your actions going forward everybody make errors and everybody make mistakes but you are accountable and responsible for your actions going forward and you cannot allow the past to dictate your future and so many people do that they allow past hurt past pain past whatever to dictate their future and a lot of times your future would be so much brighter if you would learn that it is what it is you know what Mm -hmm. yes i was hurt that's okay i didn't get closure that's okay you know we never spoke again that's okay (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. and decide that the future will be brighter based on my actions moving forward and that's very difficult sometimes for people to do when they're so wrapped up in woulda coulda shoulda about their past mm-hmm. and also don't let the future get you pregnant please don't butterfly, butterfly in the sky, sky. I, I can go, go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow I can go 
Also, today's show is sponsored. Today's show is sponsored. All right. It's the pandemic. And y'all see these people out here during Labor Day weekend. They took the pandemic off. Okay. They just think it's back to normal. You see them at the parties. You see them at the club. You see them out there on their boats, hopefully sinking. You see them at the... (laughs) you see them at the pool parties all the beach it's all back to normal to these motherfuckers okay but you are probably smart you're probably listening to our show in the comfort of your house okay you've probably been social distancing wearing masks but my point is you can't trust these other people but you know who you can trust adamandeve.com that's right safe sex got a new meaning in the pandemic y'all and i mean <laughs> you got to be safe okay and what's safer than loving up on yourself or with somebody you trust to be intimate and safe without giving you that coronavirus all right adam and Eve's trying to help you get some free stuff and help you practice your safety and your social distancing Mm -hmm. go to adamandeve.com and pick any one item put it in your cart put in code tbgwt at checkout and you're gonna get 50 percent off of that item but that's not all y'all Mm-mm, no they also trying to give you 10 tantalizing free gifts six spicy movies some sex toys and free shipping all you got to do is put in code tbgwt and you can get all that okay comes in discreet packaging you don't have to worry about nobody breathing up on you and no in one of these stores novelty stores anything like that nobody gotta see your car parked out back it's just you and a box that nobody knows where it came from sitting on your doorstep and it's not even like it's not even like amazon nobody knows no packaging it's not shaped like a dildo so nobody gotta know what kind of freak you are adamandeve.com code tbgwt 50 percent off 10 free items you're welcome stay safe out there y'all let's get into the news yes before we get into uh the news i have a random thought i have two random thoughts actually um my first random thought was not really a random thought it's more of a statement and i was kind of joking about it but uh i realized that uh you know because it's getting ready to be pumpkin spice season you know all the basic bitches coming out of the closet uh you know they 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 tied all this heat they ready to you know step out on their uggs they scarves and stuff and it's also uh cider season so i am a basic bitch because i like i got you to get me you uh, yeah i got you to get me the angry orchard uh hard apple cider and i fucking love it like i've been seeing commercials for it and i'll be like oh that looks so good you know, because I see the people with, like, the craft beers. And I like the craft beers and stuff, too. But, you know, I know cider is, like, basic. So I was like, well, fuck it. I want it. And you know what, y'all? Them bitches is delicious. And people were coming up with, like, other flavors and shit like that that I didn't know they make. I might be getting on that shit, too. That might be me all winter long. 
okay that's uh interesting random thought being that you have had that many many times before and have enjoyed it for years uh, i guess I it's brand new to you yeah yeah and again I, yes because you order it when we go out to bars and when we get drinks and oh, stuff same kind. It's, it's just it's just <laughs> it's just the same thing that but it's my bad no it's okay it's just i i thought i thought was, you were gonna say it was pumpkin spice flavor or something but it's just oh i think they said they got some it's just the same it's the same one you like hard apple cider it's, it's nothing basic I about do. it it's good i absolutely love it and uh my second random's out and roger was picking at me about me about this this morning uh amazon prime y'all it's a drug uh and i realized that for me i have to do it in small doses so what i do is i trick myself i order small pieces and then i take the rest of them and put them in the safe for later pile and then you know eventually i let a few months go by and like i slowly will start ordering things off of my list so i can kind of fool myself into i don't have an addiction because and the thing is um amazon is like a drug because uh you be minding your business and then all of a sudden you be on facebook and the shit that you clicked on you know just on the on google or something but like hey you you remember this or you know you on twitter and you just scrolling down like hey you remember when you talked about this mm-hmm. and so you know it's constantly flashing the drugs in my face so i'd be like you know what i can't take all the drugs at once so i'm gonna slowly put it into my vein don't need none of it most of the time uh but uh yeah amazon is a drug yeah i noticed you got something that had an extra garlic press in it but i already have a garlic press uh that i just got so it was like what's this about you know yes i had uh bought some uh spices mm-hmm. and i it it came like four or five spices and i didn't realize it had like a a garlic press and like this little thing you can put up on the water has measurements all included in the package i just bought the package I was like, oh i mm-hmm. want the spices i just bought the package and so I was like, oh, okay, extra got it. Press up. Well, shit, bro. I mean, we got three of these bitches. Yeah, I added you to my Amazon Prime um, this year. Uh, so that, because I already had, was on Amazon Prime or whatever. And then you would just order stuff off of regular Amazon. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they have like an option where you can add family and stuff to it. And they can uh, use like the whatever payment method you use or whatever. Um, so, you know, I never get to see what you buy. I just, you know like when it shows up i'm just a surprise or whatever but yeah I, I, that amazon prime it can be addictive and especially the if it's busy the the, the 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 no shipper fee that would get me yeah the shipping where it gets here in like a day or two <laughs> yes um, it'd be like if and and, and what, how they really get you is that they pressure you they'd be like oh if you order this within the next 15 minutes you can get it by the end of the day you'd be like well bitch you know what i think i do want this by the end of the day a lot of times that's not even really true either <laughs> like i've noticed that sometimes they'll, and maybe it's because of the pandemic but sometimes they'll tell you like you can get this by wednesday and then i really won't get it till thursday or friday i'm like why was you lying like I, y'all was just gonna drive by my house and drop it off that night you know and then sometimes it is a surprise or they really will be like you know order this now you can get this by blank and then you just look up at go open your door and it's already out there it's like damn what like do y'all got some people working at my house how y'all got this yeah and and i know that i am uh the problem of why amazon is working on drones and why amazon is working on like these little robots to kind of go through the neighborhood i i know that i am 
the problem because i'm like uh okay i want it fast i'm the reason why amazon is like going to your local mall and buying up like the old dillards and turning it into an amazon prime store yeah, that's why capitalism gonna win so so that so that you know they're gonna fuck around and be like oh you want something we can literally get it to you in less than an hour that's why i'm not down with no name i'm, I'm team beyonce and j cole because capitalism gonna win it's too late <laughs> we all part of the problem i, I done bought into it i'm not i'm not down with socialism that takes three weeks to get my packages i need my shit the next day and if that comes at the cost of you know somebody's labor being underpaid i'm gonna forever be part of the problem you know i wish i could be better than that but i'm not let's just be honest we need to embrace our mistakes and accept our mindfulness i wish i could be better than that too i know that i am definitely a part of the problem um i don't know how to fix this crack addiction i mean i I don't know what to tell y'all yeah well uh you know who else has problems john gray that's right i'm skipping coronavirus news today um like i said we got to go at four uh i'm a man who needs the same jesus i preach about john gray apologizes for his latest cheating scandal ain't this one number two or three i lost count yeah it's a bunch of them you know but i'm just happy that he's owning it you know he's apologizing letting people know hey i'm sorry about this Mm, she she, Um, she, she gonna uh mess around and get her another car oh she might get a house this time a strong black woman uh that he can you know pull out here and let people know she's still with me y'all everything's Mm -hmm. okay because you can keep coming to church Mm -hmm. y'all ain't got no boats but you know what she about to get a boat uh some weeks ago we reported that pastor john gray has been caught in another inappropriate sexually suggestive relationship with a woman other than his wife yeah and this one it sounded like he definitely must have fucked her like the other one he said was an emotional affair so i don't know how much proof she had right but this one he was talking about putting on bikini and taking trip together on a private jet you're not doing that and not fucking uh, what are you doing just looking at her come to hawaii and let's pray together you know mm not only uh was she was he sending the woman money soliciting pictures of a sexual nature he exacerbated the situation by involving his son and communicating with the woman who was not only recording their exchanges but saving them in an attempt to eventually set sent sent them out to the media yeah that's another thing too like i don't know in this day and age why you think you can cheat and just trust the person yes sir like she'd be a fool not to record it uh those of you who have been following john gray know that this is not the first time his actions with women other than his wife have landed him in the news and unlike last time when he and his wife preached together about his brokenness and the strange woman who attempted to destroy their marriage in the church gray appeared seated alone on the darkened stage Ooh. Mm-hmm. oh you know it's bad when they up there alone okay she she finally had enough even uh i think andrew gillum doing an interview tonight with his wife you know after he got caught in the hotel room with them dudes and the drugs oh shit so like you know like these women will stand by you when you're out here embarrassing them but i guess you know second time's a charm i don't know yeah she like i, I was out there the first time but now i'm, I'm not I, I can't do it twice he said i just want to take a moment to say to you relentless church to the body of christ to those who have looked to me as an example of leadership and pastoral oversight i want to take this moment to tell you i'm sorry i'm sorry for the areas of my life that i left unattended that i was apathetic about the areas where i've treated the calling of god the grace of god the hand of god casually in my life 
for every area of behavior that has dishonored the holiness of god i want to tell you i'm sorry i want details that was very vague you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i want you to be like i'm sorry for them trips i took i'm sorry i definitely did fuck that woman sorry about that uh sorry i embarrassed her in front of my kid uh use my kid on that video y'all saw that that was crazy what was i thinking uh there was a number there have been a number of things blogs some of it i accurate some of it not but all of it my responsibility i apologize for putting in the oh, i hate when they do that tell me the details some of it's accurate what's accurate some of it's not uh, no need to get into all that just <laughs> i apologize for putting my name the name of god in harm's way and i and i alone take the responsibility for the actions that harm the injured god's sheep no matter how many pseudo excuses one can hurl in a moment like this for the purposes of self-preservation all of that rings hollow when all of that all that is truly needed is the truth my prayer to you for you in this moment is that you will use the discernment of the holy spirit to see if this is remorse or repentance i have learned that remorse simply means i'm sad because you found out repentance is if i'm sorrowful is i'm sorrowful and i will change uh he also said he's always struggled with feeling like something was wrong with him he said he oh, man come on dog this you fuck you wanted to fuck women that weren't your wife now he gotta turn into something else i just feel like it's a struggle that you know i always experience if you were single it wouldn't be a struggle it'd just be you fucking these women you know what i mean like you made a vow to this woman and you embarrassed her in public more than once at this point mm-hmm. that's why she was like just I own it once. i'm not going up there no more you be cheating just own it okay it's too late you can't you know it's just something i'll be struggling i don't know he said he often asked God why he was chosen. And God was like, why are you choosing? I mean, that's really good. <laughs> you choosing too. Yeah, you doing a lot of I choosing. chose you. You choosing other people. Right. And then later, why did you, you, why did you raise me up if you know that my humanity was going to explode behind a facade of religious perfection? He said, God told him. Why did, why did you raise me up if you knew that my humanity was going to explode behind it? I mean, his humanity probably was exploding all over the a place a lot of places a lot uh, a lot of places all, it shouldn't have been all over the world basically sound mm-hmm. like he was traveling too so yeah man it's i mean look you know my belief system uh i believe all mega church pastors are atheists that could not resist the <laughs> grift i mean it's tempting these people will give you money and power and fame and you can do anything like like literally they will excuse anything it doesn't matter what the fuck you tell them you stand for it's hard to turn that type of money down and some of these atheists get a little too tempted and it's like fuck it i gotta i want to be a billionaire and what i gotta do memorize this book that's it put on some good suits some charismatic preaching and i can be rich shit i mean i thought about it you know i'll admit it i've thought about it but i just i got a little too much integrity to do it but if you think these are men of god that believe the word and then consistently be out here flaunting in their rich ass cars big ass houses multiple sex scandals and shit okay fall for that if y'all want to i know an atheist when i see one okay that's a hustler right there that's some pimp shit that that man is doing i'll be surprised if he believe in any of that shit he's just like listen i wanted a ferrari 
<laughs> and it wasn't gonna happen working you did it that. for the ferrari it wasn't gonna happen working that motherfucking payless shoes no, so no, you ain't, no i had to flip this shit and honestly it's just worth I it i mean you possibly could have got it. it took you forever though if you'd been in yeah i knew when i said i wanted a gold church and the gold church and a private jet the I gold knew, church trimmed in rows i knew they ain't had nothing to do with god god don't god wasn't sitting around like you can't fly coach no that was me Diamond i the pulpit right god listen when i hollered at the third woman like and then the thing is people defend it i remember when eddie long had the the shit where he was having sex with underage boys and grooming mm-hmm. young men and shit and people was literally like well he need our support you know you gotta go to church you gotta help i was like what are y'all talking about like this is against everything he says how can he be preaching homophobia and then having sex with other men and then also the hints of pedophilia and grooming all throughout this and it was like yeah attendance is still up i'm like yes yeah, nothing you can do wrong if you want the pastor so i guess he'll be back in church next week maybe he'll take a break and come back but i can't see them not supporting him oh some people gonna leave but some people gonna support no matter what the vast majority are gonna stay yes if they, they stay through this at this point you're staying like a reality tv show like oh no you gotta see what's gonna happen next episode let's see who he fucking this week mm, i heard this gonna be a good one i heard it's gonna be a good season girl you follow the youtube page because uh he has some they had some behind the scenes drama this week uh anita hill pledges to vote for joe biden and work with him on gender issues i mean she is a black woman so i mean of course she's gonna vote for joe biden she's not stupid and she knows how much is on the line and she knows that he's better than trump regardless of everything like you know i it's i feel like the undercurrent of a lot of stuff that's that's being said but not being said is that um like a lot of black women are basically coming out and being like i'm endorsing joe biden and y'all just gonna have to be mad you know what i mean like angela davis like and these aren't people that have no bona fides like these are people that anita hill is a real one you know what i mean uh angela davis is a real one like you got stacy abrams is a real one like they're just coming out and being like i'm trying to tell y'all this shit is too important yeah just like we tried to tell y'all the first time right so it's it's been interesting to see how people are um you know how people are trying to to play this but yeah it's like i'm i'm trying to tell y'all that we really don't have time to fuck around anymore no we don't you know <laughs> like, y'all hemming and hawing and, and what about this and what about that nah y- y'all can do that over there and waste time yeah like we we could pretend that we don't know what's going on right now but it's really just like you, they don't have like there's not even a moment now to be critical Mm-mm. it's too late for all that for the games right right like if you still playing games at this point you're kind of hopeless mm-hmm so i uh, i just thought that was interesting because this she's just a long line of women that you know are just telling people like hey um it's joe biden what what the fuck else did y'all think it was gonna be um so you know good for her um someone brought up on my facebook page when i shared it was like maybe he could appoint her to the supreme court i was like that would be ironic and dope so but i don't know we'll see 
uh let's see what else is happening um in this news oh dr dre getting a divorce and his wife's um demands i don't know what do you call it when you request mm-hmm. i don't even know what you call it during a during a court battle but her like the, 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 her budget for how much money she want the list yeah that shit came Petition. out you know she like i need my money okay and so she like i want my temporary spousal support of uh two million dollars a month a reasonable sum and tmz uh broke down how much she want for each thing uh laundry and cleaning she need ten thousand dollars a month look if you want spotless whites it's gonna cost you you know a lot of people you know walk around here y'all still got wrinkles in your t-shirts and shit you know i get it uh clothes of course one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars a month because how you gonna justify a ten thousand dollar dry cleaning bill unless you got hundreds of thousand dollars worth of clothes come on stick with me here people you have uh 75 dollars worth of clothes in your closet and then your laundry bill is like seven dollars fifty cent a month right she gonna have millions of dollars worth of clothes in her closet ten thousand dollars a month for laundry and cleaning ain't nothing mm-hmm. you know uh education and tuition uh sixty thousand a month look these student loans is they out here you know like and do they they have to school, uh, children's school age nope their children are grown i think it's okay. for her i mean she probably put her education on pause when she got married come on go um, back and get some more degrees so of course entertainment nine hundred thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. i mean listen when you rich you can't just be entertained by the same shit that broke people entertained by no more she is accustomed to a certain level of entertainment come on okay so she needs beyonce to come to her birthday party and perform uh you know uh uh the lemonade album that's gonna cost her yes it is you know and so to have that kind of option that she would have had while she was with him taken away because of a divorce i i don't think so i don't think so uh charitable contributions one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a month see that's the thing she needs his money to be able to give it away mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying so how i'm gonna give away and continue my charitable contributions these are organizations that depend on my money right so give me the money so i could give the money to other people mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm helping you this your tax write-off mm-hmm. you're welcome give to the community uh mortgage a hundred thousand dollars a month now i'm surprised at that being so low yeah yeah that's kind of low end. yeah i think she should actually up that because there's no way the mansions they stay in is only a hundred thousand dollars a month there's no way and if i'm her i'm not reducing my lifestyle because this nigga want a divorce hello like i'm still staying in my mansions so uh and then of course telephone cell phone and email twenty thousand dollars a month you know reasonable uh prices there i you know personally um i think a lot of us were judging that but do you have a satellite phone mm-hmm have you ever called mars nigga no have you ever reached out to the to the uh justice league no okay. right you know what i mean any time minutes it talk it take to get through to green lantern come on that shit is a lot dog you could be on the galaxy right you know so y'all y'all broke and y'all trying to trying to get into this i don't think so Mm-mm. by the way 
this all started because dr dre got intoxicated one night on april the 1st after 20 some years of marriage they were doing fine and this nigga got drunk one night threw it all away he told her do not spend one more cent period you can't be mean and disrespectful and spend my hard-earned money fuck that yes that's a threat i'm putting the beach house up for sale next week she was like what i find the irony in this that dr dre is so rich they haven't this is a rich person's argument yes it is this is not nwa dr dre you know this is like he's come a long way in his lifetime that he's no longer the person that puts his hands on women it seems he's now the man that threatens to sell the beach house yep the whole ass beach house yeah she also recalled an alleged incident in which dre's brother came to their malibu home to retrieve a firearm from dr dre oh she's snitching snitching she said she became scared and refused to hand the gun over because her husband had a history of violence and oh 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 you love that you love that she was like yes i will marry you but then when things start looking bad she's like this nigga got a history of violence your honor he's a dangerous dangerous man and i'm gonna need half the money okay (laughs) just to be safe from him um (laughs) violence and coercive control both before and during the marriage she did not elaborate on this claim so she might be threatening him because he told her it was a threat to get out and not spend money so maybe she threatening him or like well maybe i'm i'm gonna bring up you might have put your hands on me so maybe he never stopped putting his hands on people around here you never know but damn they rich mm-hmm. go stay in the malibu house i'm sick of your ass oh the malibu house go somewhere in the hamptons you're getting on my nerves y'all up in my space how come every time i'm in the west wing of the mansion you in the west wing of the mansion go stay in miami beach florida i'm sick of this shit okay get go to hawaii okay i'm calling the limo right now come get your ass because you're getting on my goddamn nerves okay i would love to have them types of problems shit you wouldn't have to call i'd be like where i'm going okay jeez jeez hold on let me get on the house in a, let me get on the house intercom system so i can ring the help in the guest house uh jeez i'm gonna need you to come get her yeah she's in on my motherfucking nerves mm-hmm. oh my shit is already packed i am so sick about this shit today i can't i can't even take this no no matter of fact take the take the old bentley no don't no you don't get the new bentley not no 2020 not 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 in my house you better hop in at 2019 okay mm-hmm. with the custom heated leather seats yes that one because you know that one takes a little bit longer to heat up and i'm feeling vindictive today and i'm gonna call ahead and let them know to be prepared for you right this ain't getting a rich divorce mm-hmm. must be nice yeah he calling ahead of time they'll come there they, the houses they're gonna have a house of favorite color the pool gonna be a smooth 77 degrees she you know you know mm-hmm. she already got like a staff that probably lives there permanently anyway and was like oh shit now we got to work right i I'll- thought we was gonna have the coronavirus off i will have your clothes shipped from the warehouse to the beach house because your ass is out of here tonight okay warm up the private jet gas up the private jet give her the passport i'm i'm done i'm done i can't talk to you when you like this uh but yeah so it look like it's going bad between them you mm-hmm. know good luck good luck everybody mm-hmm. you know how it goes we, uh, i'm trying to tell you we we get them type of problems you you 
you ain't got to tell me twice shit i ain't even packing up my clothes i got clothes over there already i'm just gonna take what i got on yeah that's uh you know i hope she gets it though it's funny though because uh you know gender wars everything on twitter everything on facebook mm-hmm. everything in the black community turns into gender wars so yeah, men is- taking his side women taking her side it is uh, hilarious yeah i don't know what the fuck happened in their relationship or whatever i just know this they're so rich i don't have an agenda Mm-mm. that i don't understand that life at all nope like that life is so foreign from my life i don't have a villain or a good guy to root for in their rich ass divorce where you have to go stay in the beach house you know what i mean where you have to okay i'm putting the beach house up for sale then that'll teach you like i don't know the nothing about that probably the mini beach houses that's above my fucking pay grade that's like me shitting on an nba contract i don't know nothing about that Mm-mm. like well, well i see a lot of y'all upset like for what it's not my money not my money i'm just worried about evictions coming around and shit in the covid like <laughs> come on like <laughs> I'm not gonna be online tweeting about Dr. Dre and the sheriff knocking at my door. Like, it's, I don't get how people got so invested, but good luck to everybody. Uh, all right, let's get to some games. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right y'all it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe and we play different read news articles make us feel fucked with we'll assign different scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody let's see who's fucking with us today karen um oh we talked about this a bit on the pregame but it's still a developing story we got a secret white woman alert y'all mm-hmm secret white woman alert you guys know how it goes yeah yeah. <laughs> it happens every once in a while we you get your secret white woman and here, here we go i feel bad it's like every four years we got to go through this again the black community has to have this moment where we're like oh is this really yeah how they cross the line how they cross the picket line white woman in disguise who left the gate open you guys know how it goes um a white history professor at george washington university on thursday admitted to falsely claiming a black identity jessica a krug wrote in a medium post now this is the thing i read the medium post first and i said what and i read the whole thing and when i finished reading it my first thought was it's no fucking way in hell this woman just came out and told everybody this right she must have been being blackface mailed she must have been under pressure (laughs) from somewhere somebody discovered the the jig and was like we gonna need i'm gonna need you to go ahead and come clean like i'm gonna tell everybody what you did and then she was like oh no no no! i'm gonna go ahead and get out of here um you know i i actually i actually am the one that did it you know what i'm saying like i actually am in blackface let me tell everybody on twitter and facebook and shit before you can tell them because that's the only way they ever do it they don't come out and tell nobody shit you gotta 
you gotta like find a person that has done blackface mm-hmm. as a li- black life i don't even know what you call it like a person that has pretended to be black you have to go and like pull them out they didn't they never give up willingly out of oh, the goodness no. of their heart you know it's so interesting because when black when white people become like black people they end up becoming like you know civil rights leadership mm-hmm. yeah well white people be the face well white people try to pass as black we when black people try to pass as white we just want to like fit in you know what i mean we want the least amount of attention we just go work at like the gas station you know we go you know we go we just want a warehouse job but when, when black people maybe maybe plant manager at the highest aspiration right we don't try to get too high too much mm-hmm. involved you know like every every like maybe you become a, a actor or something like you like that type of thing like it would help me to be an actor if i was white so i'm just gonna pass because i'll get good acting parts but it's a deep dark secret we have to live with forever and all this shit and then of course you get caught threat of death threat of, threat of death death my nigga is you can't just write a medium post and be like oh y'all guess what i'm tom hanks i've been black the whole time you can't do that they gonna kill you because they've been loving you they gotta kill it's like well nope we we loved you on pure whiteness okay you got to die you violated our space but with us it's i mean it's like rachel dolezal Mm -hmm. uh this jessica krug woman just there's people that become the civil rights icon like they can't just be a black person they have to be the black person it's amazing and she was up for two different book awards for her book that she got published um the harry tubman award and i think the frederick douglas award Hmm. so i don't know if it's a bestseller or not but i mean think of all the actual black people that wrote books about race they got skipped right the fuck over come on um she wrote that throughout her adult life she claimed to be north african african-american and caribbean heritage uh she called her actions the very epitome of violence of thievery and appropriation of the myriad ways in which non-black people continue to use and abuse black identities and culture she had all the words mm-hmm. yeah that's because social media the thing about social media and all these wokey woke 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 activists on social media they get they literally give the blueprint on on how to infiltrate us this is how they keep getting infiltrated that particular Mm. group they tell you these are the words you say this is what you use this is how we reward you you know this is how you go up the ladder go up the ranks this is how you are recognized like they literally tell you exactly what you need to do it's easy to infiltrate because they they literally have laid out the map like you Mm -hmm. said it's like they just say these words know these people like these things because i think it's hard because part of social media and promoting yourself for people who have chosen to promote themselves as the black whatever black organizer black activist black professor black whatever part of it is you do have to signal out to people that this is what this is your shit this is your area of expertise yes but because of social media you're also giving it away for free mm-hmm. and so some hustlers some people that just aren't running game are gonna see it and be like i can do that matter of fact i can do that better than you yep like i i, I hated to admit it man but white people that pretend to be black are better at it than us 
okay that's why they always winning all the awards and getting rich and shit they just know how to be black better than we do it's like we got something inherently in us that makes us stop like it's the imposter syndrome it's the oppression it's our own mental gymnastics it's the respectability something that makes us be like i got too much integrity to completely sell the fuck out they be like no if i'm in it i'm in it i'm in it it. okay i'm getting it all okay if you don't help me you ain't helping black women okay you are a racist and then you got people i guess we gotta give a book award meanwhile real black people we always be like well maybe my book wasn't good enough you know (laughs) right the hours the decades i've spent the the years all the fucking phds and degrees but maybe i wasn't good enough we live this shit and doubt our own existence like we live it and we doubt our existence and we doubt our experience right we live it we're right. like i know this is racist because i've experienced they didn't it. have to deal with that bullshit so they don't have so so their confidence level is through the goddamn roof i think also people like this um they 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 kind of look at black people because some people keep saying it's you know it's a complicated thing it's a little bit anti-black i'm not knocking it but people keep saying why would anyone pretend to be black why would anyone pretend to be black first of all i love being black i do too i know ain't we lucky we got them good times all that shit but i love being black Mm -hmm. i do too if i could start over again i pick black again same me too you know what i I mean it's fucked up and it's a lot of trepidation all that shit but i mean we move to earth you know what i mean like our culture is that shit you know they ain't never built nothing like us nobody survived all this shit like us nah um but also you have to look at the time we're in the era we're in when social media started 2010 you know that was kind of this moment of like ooh, black people getting on black people in academia black books black this black that and a wave of opportunity based on blackness happened yes it did um people got off this was after obama Mm -hmm. you know that she really started you know this grift like this white people look at that i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying it's rational they look at black people getting opportunities almost like a gimmick you know it's why white comedians look at rosters that have black people in the lineup and go oh it's so easy for those black people i wish i was black then i would have got a late night show and i would have got this and you know and it's it's delusional because we know yes it is we know it's not true we know from the statistics that a lineup that had you know and when every late night show is hosted by a white man that being black is not disadvantage that they that white people think it is but their their irrationality their uh prejudice that when they see two black people in a room they they feel like it's four that type of feeling with studies have proven that by the way that's not me just randomly saying some shit um that kind of thing does there are going to be some white people that probably do think i would have a better advantage in academia if i was black if i presented myself as you know a person of color that's amazing these fucking white ass faces these white ass faces particularly professors professors that actually go uh are teach at pwis all the goddamn racism and respectability politics and all types of other bullshit they had to be to, to go through just to get goddamn respect to get the fuck out of here right but what do you tell somebody that truly sees that shit and gets envious or thinks you know 
uh, that's the only thing holding me back you know so it could be that the other thing she wrote about a lot was i had trauma as a child i had trauma my family is abusive and all this stuff or i had trauma as a kid i'm not saying she didn't but i just know that if you've been living your whole life as a lie i can't just go out for your word so and then of course the and it was full of stuff like references to like obviously i have mental health struggles and shit i mean obviously you do for what you did Mm -hmm. but also like to conveniently bring it up now like i was talking with on three guys on with randolph and he was like well that's what people do with kanye i said no people do that with kanye kanye didn't do that himself kanye's never come out and said you can't blame me i'm bipolar right that's not what he says nope like you know he's genuinely going through some shit and we see it and then people that are rational look at it and go that may be have that may have something to do with his mental illness this is not wrote a medium piece yeah he's never written and said you can't blame me for saying the shit i said mental health he didn't do that she is the one that's being like that you know and also all the ethics she claimed to present in her medium piece you can't have those ethics and do what she did it's impossible because she's like she wanted to end it turned off the comments so you can't say nothing but she she was like hold me accountable cancel me but no comments please um but (laughs) i mean what even is my community is 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 twitter really a community to hold someone accountable i believe in restorative justice by which i mean i'm restoring myself Mm -hmm. right now and y'all can go ahead and leave yeah the place i spent years and you know uh, close to a decade the place where everyone was calling me my day friend um but yeah so the thing i kept thinking though is like to conveniently bring up that mental health shit to conveniently say the trauma is why i did this and stuff the thing about that is why do y'all always associate trauma with being black you know what i'm saying like being black is more than just that and it's not just i'm a white person who has experienced trauma therefore let me go identify with the black community you're already telling us what you think about our community right there right it's a lot of white people that go through shit all the time and go through trauma but they still claim they whiteness yeah we're not just a plight repository we're not just a i've been through some shit so that's when i decided to just go ahead and be black like that's not how this works right and all jokes aside (laughs) every black person you have some black people who are so privileged they never been through certain types of trauma but we just you just make this assumption about blackness as a whole yeah now i do wonder how she got this far i've seen different speculations and theories i have my own wonderings you know i saw people saying uh it's because men you know they were just trying to fuck her and they just kept elevating her and you know colorism they just saw her being light-skinned and i'm like i mean that could be part of it sure you know dudes do want to fuck and motherfuckers do love an exotic whatever but that don't explain all this shit mm-hmm. like some of this stuff like i saw a lot of people that felt betrayed by her that were black women mm-hmm. who were like she was my friend she was my colleague i knew her for a long time and then we lost contact they weren't men who you know like and i think but- they use people like her use proximity oh yeah people like rachel dolezal doing black women's hair and shit they use proximity to elevate themselves like well if i'm around nothing but black women what you gonna assume that i'm a black woman too you know what i mean and so i think people like this hurt a lot of folks but then in our efforts to continue the gender wars and the whatever we you know the black wars we end up blaming uh, all these different factions of the community um 
so i think that's why it turns into men versus women mm-hmm. uh it was it, african it was immigrant african type people versus you know black people that were ados and type shit it was yeah i saw all these, all these different agendas mm-hmm. you know um i don't know which ones are true and which ones aren't honestly um and i did read a bunch of shit but i i couldn't i couldn't figure out which one was what Mm-mm. like it all seemed kind of confusing to me like it could be like and the, the other thing is nobody named names nobody had a see an example the only people i saw apologizing for uplifting her one was a gay black man um uh, i think son of Baldwin is his name on all social media and shit and i forget the other dude i don't know his orientation but even his was more like she we had a weird interaction it wasn't even like i'm sorry that i you know put her on but i'm like if those were black men that that elevated her one i guarantee you they elevated other voices too uh, yes two that's what the fuck people want them to do yes like you can't be bitching about like hey elevate these black women's voices okay well not that one how the fuck was i supposed to know agreed you know what i mean she fooled everybody this is not like some like it was a, a it was a large contingent of people like people were saying stuff like i knew it and then you know they would take a screenshot or something because you know they love some evidence they didn't have no evidence of i knew she was a white woman it was like i didn't like her i knew something was off about her she was weird like no she fooled people yes she did and the thing is because blackness comes in all types of shades people act like we don't have light-skinned black people like you know people that when this shit come out people act like how you didn't know it's like nigga i got cousins this her color the fuck you talking about like 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 let's not get stupid and i mean obviously to elevate to the level she was at white people had to fuck with her yes and maybe that is the key to you know the people we feel are quote-unquote infiltrating maybe the key is that they understand white people more than we do or they know because they are of white people they are willing to kind of play the game with white people in a way that we aren't because yeah you know rachel dolezal had a lot of white people coming out defending her you had um uh this woman you know that obviously couldn't have got all the nominations and all that type of shit publishing is not necessarily a black domain we don't control who the fuck publishes a book Mm -mm. you know um and and, you know you know people like like him they go straight to white people when with the yeah when when you write a when you write an email referencing chadwick boseman you're not talking to us Mm -mm. oh learn how to be anti-racist black people don't need to learn how to do that chadwick boseman died buy my book that's oh you're not talking to us anymore you're so trying to know where the money is it could be that you know what i mean that that's what people are doing is that they know they get to a certain level and they they on that white shit they just know it better than us yeah because they come you know particularly people like that they come from it and i can guarantee you for some people they were like hey, put like this and in a lot of the circles that she ran in, a lot of these wokey woke woke circles, a lot of y'all ain't friends. A lot of y'all don't know each other. Let's keep that real. A lot of y'all right. don't build these interpersonal relationships, which means she wasn't around them long enough to leave clues when niggas be like, something wrong. Like, well, like, 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 I'm yeah. like, like, cause you know, niggas got nigga sense. And after a while, people will begin to, if, if y'all actually spent time with each other and build real relationships versus the photo ops and the signal boosting and shit like that, actually got to know people you would be around them long enough to be like hey something's wrong here and for some people they maybe, had that maybe but you also we don't 
necessarily do that anymore how many people are friends they never met you have friends you never met on the internet i guarantee it um like you have friends that were your friends before you met them you know you have friends that you don't know their childhood you never seen their Mm -hmm. parents you never talked to them about this shit it have it's happening more and more so it's just easier to infiltrate you know it's just more of a like fucked up thing to do but i i think look it's secret white women everywhere karen okay it's secret white women now like it is right now there's a secret white woman going off on jessica krug on twitter right now guarantee it like this i don't think this is hard to do i think a lot of this is built into just the way things work and then you have to look at academia is a competitive thing yes it getting is. your book published getting it supported these awards competitive and it's about relationships and a lot of, right a lot of this stuff is proximity to opportunity mm-hmm. so people line up and cozy up to the people they think got next yeah you know we've experienced this shit with podcasting where people like fuck with us but don't really fuck with us Mm-mm. you know what i mean well it's kind of obvious like you don't fuck with nobody like us you don't really seem to okay you just think we're gonna like blow up or we're gonna like mm-hmm. being so around us around is gonna help credit. you mm-hmm. somehow it like we've seen it you know yes, and so a lot of these things that are quote unquote relationships aren't really that it's just like well this person seems on the up and coming and if 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 i can help them let me help them you know um like that was the thing that that kind of bothered me when i was like so the people that go, all the people that helped them, i'm like okay show me that they only helped her and i'm and i'm with you show me that they helped 10 people and she was one of the 10 then i don't really have a problem with that person right because how the fuck was they supposed to know right because their thing is hey i'm supposed to try to help as many people as possible yeah mm-hmm. like it's just it is what it is like i feel i feel like people are in such a rush to blame somebody for it yes they're actually doing bad work like it's actually not gonna be a positive result that comes out of this because you're gonna end up with people that go all right you're right i just gotta stop helping people i'm worried about me and yep. my shit i know yep. i'm black yep and they're gonna start <laughs> reaching out and all that yeah. shit because they go like you said i know i'm black i'm not worried about the rest of y'all niggas i, I don't want to you put like this once they quote unquote get embarrassed one time that's gonna be the end of the helping hands yeah and so i think also you got a lot of people that you know academically feel betrayed and probably a little bit jealous because mm-hmm. this motherfucker was successful um doing this shit and so you got that part of it too you know um and then also like a lot of times the academic people that succeed off of blackness their experience has been on the quote-unquote margins of blackness because of just how our society works and how we self-select so you know because people were saying like you know colorism and i'm like you're right but even when it's a black person that is not a fake black person just a actual black person who we normally talking about talking about biracial people we're talking about people literally raised by white people we're talking about light-skinned people we're talking like that shit is built into who america wants to see mm-hmm. uh talk about these topics right because not trying to be funny if we actually push and promote a real black person like a dark-skinned like something you like like somebody who you can't come so, in here and be like well i will because i think all of a sudden you making me realize oh it is blackness i don't, don't want to deal with that well here's the thing though even if you're a dark-skinned black person 
what have you had to do to get there joy ann reed is a dark-skinned black person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like what does it take for them to be comfortable with you you know what i'm saying And this is not a knock on any individual Mm -hmm. person's Mm -hmm. blackness but you know we're talking about you have to to white people control so much right for them for them to let you be on a stage means they have to feel comfortable with you to a certain extent Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you have to give up something for them to fuck with you very rarely somebody can make it through that whole thing and it might be superficial bullshit like oh they got a they got an interracial marriage where they must be you know okay we can trust them to talk about it you know what i mean as opposed to this other person um so it could be that you know or you got a certain attitude of well i went to this prestigious university predominantly white university i'm a i'm a smart think about this when black people become the talking like talented quote unquote right aka AKA profitable in america what's the first thing to do white people come if you're good at basketball first thing they want to do take you out of the hood put you in a private university somewhere Mm -hmm. if you're good at uh football same thing some coach coming to your neighborhood to get you come to this pretty predominantly white institution don't go to this hbcu you want to go to the nfl right if you're good at talking if you're good at, at academics come to this university come to this scholarship program come, it's all this filtering of talent out of our community into these yes. white spaces and once you go in these white spaces you got to make some compromises once you make these comp and this who do they feel comfortable with right it's okay i feel more comfortable with a lighter skinned black person i feel more comfortable with uh this person that talks uh in the hood they would say you talk white but here you just talk like us and aren't the rest of those black people kind of bad like there's always this kind of trap that we're running through all the fucking time so those leave these gaps for people to quote unquote infiltrate like people keep being like well this is why we should like make sure we gatekeep blackness and stop i'm like you can't no you can't you're not gonna really be able to because so possible the same people that you go up for are the people that had to go through these hoops yes they did so you can't really like what's the difference between gatekeeping her out and gatekeeping melissa harris perry out right like you're gonna lose out on some brilliant black people trying to black check everybody you literally just have to watch watch out now i do feel like this could be prevented but it would take a reformation of like internet culture so it ain't gonna happen but i think this is what happened when you're not really gatekeeping you hate keeping you just you just hating oh so many people and so many things all the time and you form these communities based on just hating motherfuckers yes and and you make it easy to infiltrate you you make it the blueprint is so easy all i have to do is show up and quote-unquote hate the right people oh man hate 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 i hate you i hate you hold on down the list too yeah i hate you and now we best friends right how many people best friends like it's a shortcut into the community it is oh you know what i hate taylor swift oh you cool high five and you know and i hate I, it's like what did she do well why she got i just hate that bitch she white i hate you know mm-hmm. it's it's so fucking easy and they make it so easy because they're always advertising what they hate yes they are so i so to me it seemed like you know you left the fucking gate code right out there for everyone to see and then you're like we're not gatekeeping enough that's the problem there's really no gate there really shouldn't be one you know it's just it's just hating the right shit is the only thing and that's that's what she did i watched some of her videos and it was a lot of like these fucking gentrify oh man her accent 
it was uh it was not good um i don't know if y'all heard her accent i have a video of it this is her calling in the city council and uh this is what passed for black to people i'm just a bombalera i'm here in el barrio east harlem uh you probably know this neighborhood because the hosanna melissa mark viverito who used to be the speaker of your city council sold my fucking neighborhood to developers and gentrifiers so i got a couple of things to say so my neighborhood the developers and gentrifiers like me yeah like me she's from fucking uh like st louis or kansas city or something she's not even from there just amazing i mean method acting i guess and when y'all come on and tell me my time stops fuck out of here it's been seven hours not only did i have to listen to these cops and not just the cops but to be honest with y'all city council members you posing like you opposing them for your sound bites a lot of leaving the g's off of things you posing like you opposing uh-huh like, <laughs> like a hip-hop cassette tape from 1988 leaving the g's off <laughs> that shit your social media for your re-election campaigns fuck out of here you've been supporting the cops in the pandemic when the mta was strapped and you supported putting more cops on the mta fuck out of here we know where you're call- coming from and we know what these little photo opportunity bullshits are she sound like she's from boston like it don't sound like a a black accent really or definitely not afro-caribbean or afro-latina just sound like a like a a boston person talking like marky mark or something uh, I also want to call out all these white New Yorkers who waited four hours with us to be able to speak and that did not yield their time to black and brown indigenous New Yorkers who th- literally what she is doing. She a white person that is taking up all the time. Well, at least they claim a whiteness. Right. It's like, yeah, we here, we white. Right. Thought that their sense of, I thought cops was here to protect us, but I guess they're not. Boy. You think that this sort of like shock and empathy thing is the move. Okay. So a couple of things. The move. Okay. Anyway, that's what she sounds like. Mm-hmm. And now that's what she sounds like, I guess, in that call. But, you know, in her professional setting, she sounded even more white. Uh, but like I said, I don't think these motherfuckers be knowing each other. Mm-mm. Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I have a, I'm, I'm less hard on people who met her and were fooled regardless because like Me i said too. i saw some black women that were food and i'm like yeah i don't like i just feel bad for you because you got used mm-hmm. you know like it's, it's that's it she it's it's just more sad than anything else yeah and like you said it caused a ripple effect because you know one thing about uh black people particularly once you get into the academic or academia world the the percentage of black people there is small anyway once you start getting into like them higher degrees like the the masters and the doctors and all the letters behind your your, your name the group becomes smaller and smaller and smaller yeah. so it's one of those things where we literally we ain't got nobody but us so we're we're apt to help like that's what we do yeah and then she knew the right words like when people would say anything of doubting her origin story she knew how to be able to say like this is anti-blackness and black checking is wrong and then she would be on facebook saying alexandria ocasio cortez is fake and a transplant to the bronx she not real like she like that's the thing i keep warning about with this woke culture shit like these motherfuckers use words to manipulate 
any side of anything they take even when they're dead ass wrong they know the right words to make you have to be like well i guess i guess i can't say anything about this like even in that uh confession it's full of trap doors like mental health uh trauma uh, uh fleeing abuse so, so you, you can't, can't even be, be too right, mad at her so you can't even call out so because because she can be like well this is a trauma response like this is fucked up oh i know it is fucked up in my ethics and morals and you know I'm like get the fuck out of here dog just <sighs> zero to a hundred for me this well situation like this we'll get a hundred I guess since not trying funny, I already been down the road with uh, Rachel Dolezal. Not trying to be funny, y'all. I'm a I'm a, I'm a predict this. There will be more, you know, like mm. there there will be more. And oh, I know. I'm I got a few secret white women. I got my eyes on. They, okay, they'll eventually, you know. J L Coven. I'm saying name. <laughs> I'm not afraid. Secret white woman. <laughs> 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 they out here okay some of them in the chat right now okay <laughs> not gonna say nothing not gonna say the people in the chat okay but i'm just saying it's other professors in the chat that need to watch they back okay <laughs> i'm blackface mailing all y'all send me some some snacks some pumpkin spice snacks in the mail if you if you are you, you getting out to be quiet you getting out it okay you're gonna be writing them medium pieces nah i i give it a a hundred i hate when they do this mm-hmm. i just hate yeah, it yeah, like i said and, and there's an anger there even though the anger isn't coming out on the mic it's i hate the anger there i hate what it does to our community right because then you have people trying to find somebody to blame they were mad that some men matched with her on tinder i'm like first of all that's a fucking algorithm second of all who gives a fuck they did did they match with her and then give her a book deal right like no they they just match with a light-skinned person and that that claimed to be black and said oh i guess she's black and in both cases they was like uh she was crazy like went on a date something was wrong with her she was crazy another person uh didn't even go on a date she was crazy wow you shouldn't have told nobody this why not everybody else is telling their stories of their run-in with the fucking dolas out too yeah i might as well too yeah like y'all acting like the motherfuckers and now we have three children together like no mm-hmm. Uh, y'all right she crazy i didn't know of course i couldn't have known she wasn't a real black person but she's fucking that was not stable what i experienced so Mm. all right we'll do uh one more of these oh this is kind of long i'm gonna do it anyway uh like i said we got to wrap up a little earlier than normal today Mm -hmm. um nickelodeon removes made by maddie from t from schedule following concerns about hair love similarities hair love is the oscar-winning short by matthew cherry that um i think is i don't know if it's a pixar i can't remember was it, it before was frozen 2 i know it was a kickstarter but i know it premiered before like a movie but i can't remember which movie it was i'm not sure but um you know i'll put the picture in the chat so y'all can see it yourselves um and uh i know cancel culture isn't real but black people got this one canceled uh so real enough uh <laughs> apparently it don't never be real till it's real shout out to cachette michelle uh <laughs> come on it's all fun and games so you be like oh it's just some consequences it don't it don't never be real till a nigga ain't got no job then it's like oh this shit was huh um which is we'll get to that part but um 
yeah so it will not premiere later this month on nickelodeon's nick jr as anticipated uh shadow and actors learned that nickelodeon has removed it from the schedule as they assessed the situation following social media discourse that said the show was similar to matthew a cherry's oscar-winning short hair love in a statement sent to shadow and act nickelodeon states made by maddie is a show we acquired several years ago from silvergate media a renowned production company we have previously worked with on other series since announcing the show's premiere date this week we have been listening closely to the commentary criticism and concerns coming from both viewers and members of the creative community in response and out of respect to all all voices in the conversation we are removing the show from our schedule as we garner further insight into the creative journey of the show we are grateful to silvergate media for all of their work and we hold matthew a cherry and the wonderful and inspiring hair love in the highest regard um now the thing is there's no like direct proof that they stole this and my personal opinion obviously my personal opinion not trying to argue with these niggas i do not think they look alike no me either okay we have not talked about this before we got on the air so um i didn't know how karen felt about it i talked to a couple other people um other you know people i trust some one one of them felt like it did look similar enough that it's a problem um but the other people saw it and didn't think it was and i'm on the side of just i don't think they look enough alike but more importantly this is how the story was presented the they this like they stole this story it's not even the same story like this girl has two siblings it's about moving it's about fashion it's not about hair at all like 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 the plot is completely different um the ceo of silvergate media wahid ali um hmm, that sounds like a black person interesting hmm i was told just it was white people still and i don't know i had to look up his picture might be a white woman in disguise uh but yeah uh wahid ali said made by maddie is a preschool show about an eight-year-old girl who uses her fashion sense and design ingenuity to solve problems silvergate media has been working on the series for the last five years and throughout production is taking steps to ensure a diverse production team and an appropriate voice cast lending their expertise and talent as creators ourselves we have the utmost respect and admiration for matthew a cherry and hair love and our hope is that when people watch our show they will see it in its own it is its own story and with its own adventures yeah well they're never gonna get to see it so uh too bad you know um made by maddie is created by paula paula rosenthal a horned woman and produced uh a production of the show for nickelodeon animation studios is overseen by eric casimiro who's the senior vice president of nickelodeon preschool the show was set to follow eight-year-old maddie in new york city as she uses her imagination and design ingenuity to turn every problem into a positive with the perfect fashion fix okay the same plot to hair love okay we all know that's what happened it was about fashions and moving to new york you know because there can only be one black animated project at a time okay we went from doc mcstuffins hair love and we, we're still in the hair love act, uh, uh era okay uh following hair loves oscar win and the critical acclaim series based on the short young love was ordered at hbo max the show will expand on the world of hair love including millennial parents steven and angela their daughter zuri and her pet cat rocky as they juggle their careers marriage parenthood social issues and multi-generational dynamics all while striving to make better life for themselves cherry is also in her first look deal with hbo max 
yeah and the thing is he liked all the tweets that were kind of like shitting on this and like being like is this the same and stuff and then i guess he deleted those or whatever those like later but you know it but it added to the fuel to the fire of oh he must feel away so they stole his shit and then people still walking around going they stole his story they stole his idea they stole the design all this shit and once i feel like once you introduce something like that most people that have heard of it will have heard of it that way and so they're gonna be like yeah it's stolen it's gotta go black people always getting their shit stole whether it's been true or not whether it's been proven or not um you know uh people are like well they're gonna have to prove it in court i'm like i don't even know if it goes to court right it might be easier for them to just not ever put it out and just not work i mean how can you put it back out now the pr is fucked up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like whenever you do put this out this will be the first thing we think of is the controversy saying it was stolen whether you can acquit yourself or not you can bring up all the sketches all that shit it won't matter you know what i mean um so and then of course you know it could be that they just straight up stole it and five years ago before hair love even was existing they didn't really have a good idea and then they heard of hair love and then they tried to steal every you know the design from that and and rip it off it could be that i just i think the likelihood of that is lower than this being a more of a coincidence and i think cutting out you know cropping out her siblings and right because that matters too uh, yeah purposely showing like her with the cat and her parents is very much a like look at this y'all like (laughs) they stole it you know what i mean as opposed to being like well in the totality of what they're trying to tell in the totality of that story there may be some artwork similarities but it's mostly just that they black yeah i i I think for me i i have uh, i guess i have several thoughts about this uh number one there can be more than one black show y'all y'all i hope y'all niggas know this it can literally be more than only one black show and that irritates me because y'all are so hell-bent on not liking this nickelodeon show because a white woman wrote it that you're like fuck them and fuck everything about them white people can write shit about things that are outside of their race and they happen to cover cultures and it's not always this fucking terrible ass situation that because they're white they just can't relate or they just can't tell these great stories about us mm-hmm. you know and i understand where the trepidation comes from because of um white supremacists like I, I do understand this white supremacy i'm sorry i understand this i understand why people feel the way they do why they have this anger why they have this rage i completely understand this but y'all fail to realize this other show that y'all got canceled what about those black people they black too right y'all actually um there's a black girl that's an actress as you know i voiced maddie in the show made by maddie but i have to say that the show will no longer be airing on september 13th I understand why the show has to be put on pause, but I also learned a few things along the way of my journey. So I just want to tell you guys, I'm so grateful and so honored to have this opportunity to see you guys, you know, smiling and so inspired and happy. I was reading the comments actually yesterday and I was just laughing. I was like, yay, so happy they're happy because I love you guys so much. (laughs) And also I learned that 
to to always just keep going and keep pushing for yourself and always try and accomplish your goals and your dreams and always try and be the best version that you can be of yourself. And I don't know, I can't control what's going to happen in the future because I don't know when it's going to be airing uh, or even if it will come on TV, but I really hope it does. But I just want to say that I will continue to be the best version of myself. I'm not upset. I am actually very grateful that I had this opportunity. Can't get you don't get to be upset. Because if you're upset, then they're gonna turn on your ass too. Um, yeah, it's just so funny. Cancel culture isn't real. She ain't she, she no longer has this opportunity. Um and then it's also funny too because that little black girl i saw people sharing the tweet like we need to get her another opportunity just because the show got canceled doesn't mean she had an opportunity just admit you took it away from her right 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 the white people didn't come in and do this we did this right and 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 to go back to what i was saying that that's the part that makes me mad people get so woke and they get so wrapped up in their own agendas that nobody wants to do their research and nobody wants to 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 find out the truth and like you say it was already presented like they stole this we don't know this everybody's making this assumption that the shit was stolen and, we don't know that and you want to know what really grinds my gears the most the two most popular black cultural things right now are probably Watchmen and this lovecraft series lovecraft country written by a white dude who based his work on a racist ass white dude right um watchman damon lindelof helmed that story about this black futuristic world of where racism is still this underground thing that is happening all the time um and the only reason those things were really allowed to blossom is because we didn't know that much about them right you know what i'm saying like like it was only because of watchmen basically showed up and then people was like oh i like this but on paper presented to us on twitter cropped out like this and black people have been like no cancel this shit oh a white man telling stories about racism and motherfucking we do have uh, newsflash you don't need to go to the future we do have secret racism happening right now in the white house like you know so you like the same thing they said with confederate they that applies to watchmen period you know they just let they just they just didn't tell us until it got further down the road and it was cast and all this shit but same thing um same thing with um lovecraft country like if they didn't roll that out through the like hey y'all jordan peele everybody's like why didn't they say misha green you know why because you see jordan peele's name and you give it uh you give it uh more credit than you would misha green Mm-hmm. well misha green you still would be like i don't know if i want to see no one fucking uh but they play by the mind from the mind of jordan peele oh okay <laughs> forget that he's just a you know uh executive producer but whatever um so yeah i i think that's what happened and then people shit on these things and it does have consequences yeah yes and it does matter and now this little girl you know lost her job over this shit essentially hopefully it comes back later hopefully they do put it out if assuming obviously on the up everything's on the up and up but 
you know whether it's on the up and up or not you still ruin the fucking launch of this shit right and jumping to conclusions in these fucking hate communities and the thing is you don't care you like not that funny you can't be online complaining about this show the show get canceled and then be like well this, these people lost a job let's give them another job bitch i had a job like i would be mad at y'all niggas i'm and not you gonna know how lie. fucking hard it is to get a to, one to get a lead role as a black actress like this you know at this age how hard that is not to mention this could be your next dogmic stuff is this could have been you know three four seasons of this this could have been some little black kid who wants representation it could have been their shit you know but because you have negative people always looking for negative shit they just come at everything in a negative fucking way so it's like yeah a white woman wrote this it's like okay so then it can't be good right right like half y'all niggas love norman lear's content well you grew up on some white man shit like most now 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 it can't be good right and like i said a a lot of this boiled down to the variations of agendas and i think sometimes too when people have already when people have their minds made up and they literally get in these communities and they argue with people all day there's nothing you can do to get them to change their mind because it's just reinforcing the same shit over and over you just this like everyone likes to talk about the trump information silo and the alt-right and QAnon. people got this in their bubbles too yes they do so like this had to become an insidious plot against matthew cherry you know somebody that somebody that i've watched them accuse of stealing without proof before yes so like i you know if i if i can look at that and go well i'll wait till they fucking prove something i'm not gonna call this man a thief i'll wait till they prove it i'm the same fucking thing goes for these people just show your work and then i'm with you but no i'm not hopping on the bandwagon of shitting on this this concept and fuck these people's employment and all that shit just because y'all were bored on twitter because you're stuck in the house and you're angry you can't go outside without a mask all right we gotta go i'm sorry we got to the break uh and i had to interview somebody uh we'll be back tomorrow uh well it's labor day we might be back tomorrow and then tuesday we definitely have janelle james on the show Mm -hmm. all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too